0: morning everyone. Today is Sunday, April the 3rd. We bless the Lord for another day. Let's go ahead and turn our Bibles straight into the Word of the Lord. We're going to be reading 1 Peter, 1 Peter chapter 4. 1 Peter 4. We're going to start at the 12th verse and read until the end. Verse Peter chapter four reading starting at verse twelve and reading all the way to the end. I'm reading from the New American Standard. And this is what it says Beloved, do not be surprised at the fiery ordeal among you which comes upon you for your testing as though some strange thing were happening to you, but to the degree that you share the sufferings of Christ, keep on rejoicing, so that also at the revelation of His glory you may rejoice with exaltation. If you were reviled for the name of Christ, you are blessed, because the Spirit of glory and of God rest on you. Make sure that none of you suffers as a murderer or a thief or evildoer or a troublesome meddler. But if anyone suffers as a Christian, he is not to be ashamed, but is to glorify God in his name. For it is time for judgment to begin with the household of God. And if it begins with us first, what will be the outcome of those who do not obey the gospel of God? And if it is with difficulty that the righteous is saved, what will become of the godless man and the sinner? Therefore, those also who suffer according to the will of God shall entrust their souls to a faithful creator in doing what is right and we read 1st Peter chapter 4 verses 12 through 19 12 through 19 we have here the word of the Lord, that we can always, I want you to, I want you to know that the word of God is, is made and it is here for you and me, that we can take his word and apply it to our hearts, to our lives. And it's, it's like fresh manna every day. Every time you hear the word of the Lord, every time you indulge in His Word, you can get His Word, and you can have it in your hearts, so that when you go throughout life, you can have something to hold on to, so we we trust in the Lord for how He has given us this opportunity to indulge in the Word of God and to to make our lives make our lives much better just being able to indulge in his word so listen so we have here the writer here Peter and we can look at this in a way who first who is he talking to who is Peter talking to i want you to pay close attention that he is talking to new converts, new believers of Christ. These believers are considered as sufferers. And you can find uh, this pretty much in every chapter of this epistle of Peter. It shows that the greatest danger... For these new converts were were in the um ways of persecution. Why? Because they were embracing uh, what you would call Christianity, or they were they were exposing themselves to become disciples or believers of Christ. So this is where we see. Peter is encouraging new converts. So, pretty much, what you what you read today and what you what you see in the word of the Lord today, I want you to understand that this was meant for new converts. So, what is that telling me and you? A lot of us have been in the way of the Lord for several years we would not be considered new converts so we have to know that if we've been in the way for a long time some some things we really should be all right with and we shouldn't really struggle with but sometimes sometimes we still do but I just I just thought that was a Pretty important to bring out that that he was addressing or talking to new converts, and he was encouraging them along the way. So, look what look what he says to the to the converts. Look what he says to them. Look at look at uh, verse twelve. He says in verse twelve, "Beloved." Do not be surprised at the fiery ordeal among you which comes upon you for testing, for your testing, as though some strange thing were happening to you. So he lets them know, you may not know this as a new convert, but I want to warn you that When you go through different trials and tribulations, don't be surprised. Don't be surprised at all as as some big great ordeal or something that's happening to you. Don't be surprised, he said, because this is supposed to happen. And it's happening for The testing of your faith. So he said, Don't think it's strange. This strange thing's happening. He said, It's it's not strange. So when we see the word of the Lord and we see the scriptures addressing sharp trials or fiery temptations, things that, that it's going to happen to us. It's gonna happen. He said that he said, Don't think it's strange. Don't be surprised at them. Don't be don't look at it as something that should be unexpected. Cause this is something we should expect. He said, in other words, though though they be sharp and fiery, yet they are designed only to try. These things are designed only to try to our strength, to try our patience. It's to try to see where we are in Christ, to try to ruin us. And so he he lets us know that this thing is not here to destroy us, but to try us, to help mature us. So he said, in other words, to be patient. He said, he said, rejoice under the sufferings because there may be the sufferings, we can call them as the sufferings for Christ. So we ought to count it Joy. These are the same kind and and for the same cause that Christ suffered. And so, he says, it may not feel good. It's never going to feel good when we go through trials. It's It's, it's never going to be a great feeling. But he says, if you know why you're going through or why you're suffering, you have a better chance of enduring. Don't think it's some strange thing will happen to you, but to the degree that you share the sufferings of Christ. He said, keep on rejoicing so that also at the revelation of his glory, you may rejoice with exaltation. Huh? He said, so when, in other words, so upon his return, see we, when we go through, and when we go through life's trials, and temptations, and sufferings, and we may be suffering, in, in many different areas in our lives today, many different areas, and we know that our sufferings is, It comes on us a a great deal. A great deal because we don't respond the way the world responds. We don't react the way the world reacts. What keeps us from reacting? Because reality is we live in the flesh. Yes, we live in the flesh just like the people of this world. But the difference from me and you is that we have the Spirit of the Holy Ghost that resides within us. We have help and power that they do not possess. So, when he tells us to keep on rejoicing, we should be able to do that. Why? Because we have the Spirit of the Lord. And if we think about it, the way Christ suffered... This makes us conformable to him. He suffers in them and feels our infirmities. The, the way Christ lives in us, we're not suffering by ourselves. But he's actually able to feel our infirmities. And if we be partakers. If we be partakers of his sufferings, we shall also make partakers be, be partakers of his glory. And we shall meet with him with exceeding and great joy. Thank you, Jesus, when it comes to his return. We that are true believers, we love the fact that we are children of God. When we are tested and tried, we have the ability to endure, to last. To not give up. To not just blow our top. (laughs) Trust and believe. I understand. That not all the time. Are we in the place. That allows the spirit of the Holy Ghost. To rule in our lives, to so where we we are acting or we're producing righteousness or holiness, one hundred percent of the time. I understand that because it's it's a constant battle. But what what I want you to mainly understand is that he was talking to new converts. Letting them know, don't be surprised by the many sufferings, trials, and temptations that will come upon you. It's for the testing of your faith. Okay? So, when we've been in the way for years, we should have matured to some point of not just making a disastrous way of living or what we are not showing forth the love of Christ on a continual basis to where our flesh is just constantly taking over or overruling us. It shouldn't be. Peter lets us know he considers these people as Poor afflicted Christians, but the beautiful thing is, is that He owns them. He calls them beloved, His beloved, true believers of Christ. True believers of Christ <laughs> will actually. Embrace the very thought of suffering for Christ. There is no reason for us to think it strange or to wonder at the unkindness and persecutions of the world. We are forewarned about them. Look at it this way. Christ himself endured every trial, every tribulation that we go through. He partook in those very sufferings. He forsook all. So we too can deny ourselves. and trust in the power of the Holy Spirit to help us to be patient and to rejoice in the deepest sufferings of our lives. These are what we will call tokens of his divine favor. it prepares it prepares us for the second coming of our lord jesus christ those of us that are able to rejoice i'm not talking about rejoicing about the suffering yes. oh. rejoice in them how can we rejoice in them by constantly remembering the end the prize Christ coming back for His people. Christ been our help, our guide, and our strength. We're not in this world alone. That's why you see so many people, so many of them, they, they have committed suicide. They are turning to to drugs. They are turning to alcohol, to to try to feel um this empty space but we have everything we need in Christ because he dwells within us we can rejoice we can rejoice let's go on and read down thank you Jesus Look at verse 14. If you are reviled for the name of Christ, you are blessed. Because the spirit of glory and of God rests on you. If you are reviled for the name of Christ, you are blessed. Blessed. Thank you, Jesus. This right here makes holiness beautiful. It makes living for Christ precious. Because we know that we have the spirit of glory living within us and resting upon us. He said, make sure that none of you suffers as a murderer or thief. He said, it's okay you, when you suffer for Christ. It's going to happen. So, so get, get ready. Get some thick skin because it's going to happen. But he said, make sure it's not because you, you're suffering on your own, because you're suffering for things that you've done. Make sure that you're not suffering as a murderer or, or as a thief or as an evildoer, or as a troublesome meddler. Make sure that you're not suffering because you've murdered somebody. You killed somebody, either physically or with your tongue. Make sure you're not suffering as a thief because you've stolen from someone Are you stolen from things that you know good and well that was not yours? You took it, so now you're losing more than what you've taken. Make sure you're not suffering for that. Make sure you're not suffering as an evildoer, somebody that uh, just totally goes against the commands or the word of God, that you're not just living this uh, deceitful lifestyle, And you're suffering because you're going against the will of God. Make sure this is not why you're suffering. Make sure you're not suffering because you're in everybody else's business. Make sure this is not the reason for your suffering. My goodness. Don't let your goods be evil spoken of. Hmm. He said, make sure you're suffering for Christ's sake. He said, happy are you. The reason which is because you have the Spirit of God with you to fortify and comfort you. And the Spirit of God is also here to comfort you. Also, the Spirit of God is, is here to, to be a glory, to, to for you to have that glory over you. It will carry you and me through. We have a lifestyle of holiness that we should be standing for. Since we're going to suffer, we can't get away from it. Let's make sure that we're not... Adding on to our suffering by the things that we do. Let this glorious glorious spirit rest upon us because we're suffering for Christ's sake and his sake alone. He supports us when, when we're suffering for him. He's dwelling in us. When we're suffering for Christ... It's like he's looking upon us with a gentle smile or, or like, like a father looks upon his child with such grace and so proud. You know how, You know how we are when we look at our children and our grandchildren. And they've, they've accomplished much, and they're under the pressure, but they're not giving up. And we're, we're so proud. We, we have proud moments. When we suffer for Christ, Christ has a proud moments for us. Glory be to God. He's so pleased with us. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We thank him for the spirit of the Holy Ghost. We thank him for his spirit today. We know that we're not suffering for for evil works. And I'm talking to you and me, men men and women of God, that we've been in the way a long time. We, we can consider ourselves a season in God. And some things that we go through now is, is we're suffering for Christ's sake. We, we can do it with such patience. Think about it. Upon the, the times when we first got saved years ago. How hot-headed we were. Couldn't take nothing. But now we're just, we're able to embrace. Thank you, Jesus. We that are followers of Jesus Christ. And we that are the keepers of the word of God. We that are speakers of the gospel. We're going to be spoken against. We're going to be considered as evil to this world because we stand for righteousness. But he, Peter encourages us to continue to suffer. Happy are you. The happiness of good people not only consists with, but it, it, it flows from our afflictions. Happy are you. Glory be to God, for you and me who have the Spirit of God resting in us and upon us. There's no way we could be miserable. People will talk against you and me. We we have the Spirit of God resting upon us. And when we walk into areas, we affect the whole atmosphere. we, We are atmosphere changers. Because we have the spirit of God in us and resting upon us. So we embrace afflictions. Happy are you. Thank you Jesus. Thank you God. Thank you Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Make sure that we're not suffering for evil works, men and women of God. One would think such a caution as this as this to, to make sure you're not not suffering as an evildoer. Make sure you're not suffering for crimes that you committed. Because when we say we live for Christ, it's it's a strong statement. People want to see the love of God in your need. Hmm? So we are blessed of the Lord to be able to say that we're children of God. And we ought to be able to produce produce who we say we are, produce love, produce gentleness, produce patience, produce endurance, be meek, humble, show forth the love of God, We, we should be able to do this. Let's read on. But if anyone suffers as Christians, he is not to be ashamed but it's to glorify God in his name. There's no reason for you and me to be ashamed. When we know we're doing what the will of the Lord is in our lives, we know we're walking in faith. We know we, we're just not reading and 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 studying the scriptures, but we're actually applying this thing to our hearts. There's nothing we, we should be ashamed about. Verse 17 said, For it is time for the judgment to begin with the household of God. And if it begins with us first, what would be the outcome of those who do not obey the gospel of God? Judgment's going to, it's already started in the house. It's already started in the house. That's why when you go now, and, and if you and if, if any of you are going out and visiting other churches or just going out to be amongst the men and women of God, it's so different now. It's so different. Judgment has started in the house. It's so difficult to, to, to find the Spirit of God in the house. It's Judgment has started in the house. Even, even the scripture has said, it's going to come a time when the Lord himself is going to come and he's going to do the separating from the wheat and the tares. If the judgment started the house first, what will be the outcome of those who do not obey the gospel? This is why it's so important that you and I allow the Spirit of the Holy Ghost to lead us in every aspect of our lives. We can impact so many lives. And we can start from, from just where we are or where, where we are in life. What do you live? What do you go to school? What do you work? Who's in your community? Who's on your job? I mean, like, who is there around you that they, these people know that you are different? This got to be a man or a woman of God. They show so much grace. The grace of God is upon them. This is how we are not ashamed. But we walk in grace, but we know good well that, that we're, gonna, we're gonna suffer affliction just because we believe and we stand on the word of truth. Verse 18 said, and if it is with difficulty that the righteous is saved, think about it. Because not all the time is, is it gonna be easy to this flesh, this flesh sometime is going to have its way. I'm just saying. It is a lot of preparation for the men and women of God. I would say that. We just can't take a vacation from receiving our daily nourishment in the word of God, okay? Let me let me put it that way. You know, uh, for example, I desire, and I I will even say I need a vacation in the natural and I'm going to take one. I'm I'm gonna set it up, I'm gonna plan, I'm gonna take one. And when I talk about taking a vacation, I'm talking about from all the the work, the hard labor just from the everyday uh, strain of life, I, 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 want, I want to be free from that and just go go to an area or a new place that I've never been. I want to be able to relax, not worry about clocking in or doing physical labor, but to be able to rest and take a vacation from, from everything. And I'm going to. But with that being said, even though I go on vacation, I'm never on vacation from living the lifestyle of a believer of Christ. I may go to a different city or a different state, even a different country. But it's Christ that lives in me and his spirit, his glory that rests upon me. That no matter where I go, there's no no taking a break from that. We are servants of the Lord Jesus Christ. And sometimes the world may not see that in us because we allow our flesh to overtake us. And this is where Peter is saying, And if it is with difficulty that the righteous is saved, What will become of the godless man and the sinner? Mm Mm-hmm. Because the word of God is clear. Yeah, it's very very clear. Some things that we do not want to do, we do it. Because we're in this flesh, and it's a constant battle. The flesh against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh flesh. But the perfection or living a perfected life is that believer when they fail God or when they fall in error, they quickly get up. They repent. That, that maturity of understanding, I have erred against God and His will and we get it right. Huh? Look what the word of the Lord says. Verse 13, therefore, those who suffer according to the will of God shall entrust their souls to a faithful Creator in doing what is right. Okay? Bottom line we are going to suffer. But are you suffering? According to the will of God and not your own suffering. We that were suffering for Christ's sake, we are able to give Him our hearts, our souls. We've given it to Him. The day we say, we believe, and we receive our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We receive you, God, as our personal Savior. We entrust our souls to Him. To Him, the faithful creator. To help us to do what is right. Men and women of God. Please don't get discouraged by a life of suffering. But let's not add to it by our own doings. But let's suffer for Christ's sake. Men and women of God, I love you with the love of God. And I pray this word has encouraged your heart. That you may be able to embrace the very thought of suffering. And the next time, the the next day, the next moment we go, "Let's, let's approach this week differently. Let's approach this week understanding that we are servants of the Lord Jesus Christ. We're going to go through, we're going to be tested, and we're going to be tried. But let's make sure when we go through and we're suffering, that we're suffering for Christ's sake and His alone. And believing and trusting in the Spirit of the Holy Ghost that lives in us. And let's walk with integrity, knowing that the glory of God rests upon us. In every area we move in and we walk in. People around us will be affected by the lifestyle we show. May God bless you and keep you. Have a blessed and marvelous Sunday.